I'm Lauren Schneider with Flash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Marjan Neshet, cast member of Sandra at the Vineyard Theater. Hello. Hi. Well, thanks for being here with us today. And I just want to dive in about my little bit of a professional crush, recognizing <laughs> that you're a notable actor who received the Sam Norkin Drama Desk Award for your portrayals of two different roles in one season of theater, notably Selling Kabul and English. But now we're going to talk about Sandra. Okay. <laughs> so Sandra is a one-person play. The character Sandra tries to get to the bottom of a mysterious disappearance of her closest friend who went on a trip to Mexico and never returned. Her search for clues lead her into both a highly charged love affair and increasingly dangerous territory. So upon first reading of David Kale's play, what drew you to the character and the material? Um, David is such a unique and beautiful writer. And so I felt that there was themes in it that were so recognizable to me, but it was told in such a delicate and unexpected way. You know, a woman who is at a point in her life where her marriage is sort of falling apart and she's in a job that she didn't think she would be in and her, you know, she's not really fulfilling or pursuing her dreams in the way that she expected to, but she has a deep soul connection with this one person and she loves music. You know, there's all things that I think that people can get to a point in their life where they think they're not living the life that they're supposed to be living, but they don't know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, I felt very connected to that because she's kind of an every woman, you know, you could pass her on the street and you wouldn't think twice, but somehow the drive of this, deep love for uh, a, a friend and a soulmate mm -hmm. takes her on this journey that then brings about so much unexpected courage and a reinvention of herself that that is very unexpected and I really I was so drawn to just kind of how in the moment she was and she just like went and she acted and she made decisions and in the end kind of saved herself through that, through making decisions that I think everyone else would be like, don't do it. <laughs> don't go there. Um, so I, I was really drawn to how surprising it was and yet relatable. Mm. Well, it's also a one person play, which seems so daunting. And especially for an actor who was so often working within an ensemble, how do you manage the added complications of you being the only person on stage? I mean, truly, it was terrifying. And when they, <laughs> they asked me, I had worked with Lee before, and I love her. She's an incredible director, and I really, I really trusted her from the beginning. But when they asked me to come, they basically said, come for two days and read the play with us and see if it's something you'd want to do, and if, if just everyone, if it's a match. And I was like, well... I love Lee and I'll go and I'll do it, but I'm sure they won't ask me. This is, this is not my wheelhouse. And, and I did the two day reading and I was like, I love them all. And I kind of left being like, I'm sure, I'm sure that was a lovely two days. And then the next day they called and like, will you do it? And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But it was so, I knew that I would never just be challenged in, in every way in to that degree. And so it's, you know, it scratched at my need to 
challenge and grow and sort of be up for a challenge. So I said yes, but it was very, I, I would tell Lee at the end of each day, I was like, I just think I'm failing. <laughs> and she said, you know, this is a show where you will probably feel very bad and uncomfortable for a long time until you don't. And she said that the audience is really your scene partner and you don't get your audience until the first performance. So mm -hmm. you're sort of working a little bit in the dark because part of what happens with a one person show and especially with the way that David writes them is that it is a, in a way in the air between you and the audience and you don't get to experience that until you're done with rehearsal. Mm -hmm. And so it was a huge leap of faith just to be like, okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, the Lee that you're referring to is Lee Silverman, who is such a force on the director scene and known for straight plays and musicals and everything in between. It yeah. sounds as though this, um, this was a piece in a collaborative effort that did not require an audition in any way. Yes. And uh, that what you and Lee discovered, it sounds a little bit like, some of the elements in the way you've described Sanders' character. And I'm just sort of taken with that in how someone might say, no, don't do that. No, do, don't do that. And then you push and do, which is lucky for us. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the rehearsal room itself, what was the dynamic between you and Lee and David as the piece was being worked on? You know, I... I I, the room was so united. I mean, it was a deeply supportive room. And Matthew, who also was our composer, Matthew Dean Marsh, he, um, he was also a very integral part of the rehearsal process. And everyone, it, it just felt that everyone was there to do, to create the story. And there was no ego, there was such a deep trust from the very beginning between everyone involved and so every day really was like roll up your sleeves and you know sometimes I would stop and say this is you know trying to find Beaufort I remember like trying to find this 70 year old gay man there was just I would try and I would try and I was like I think I'm playing at it and he was like you're a very honest actor she said well you just we found one moment of him today maybe two will come tomorrow and it but and and really there was a real um it was very collaborative and and sometimes you know with a line or a certain part of it there were suggestions in terms of is this right or is this exactly the way it would happen and Dave is, is hilarious he was like well why don't we put this paragraph on the on the shelf and I will talk to it tomorrow and see if it should still be in there and so that it was very um cohesive in terms of the things that felt right or the things that felt wrong. Um, mm -hmm. There was never any tension other than trying to kind of give birth to this enormous story. Hmm. And you, you talk about your scene partner being the audience. Describe a little bit of that first performance, second performance, third performance in front of a live audience where you were, after the rehearsal time in the studio, introduced to your scene partners. Um, you know, it's, we, I've said this before in other plays, but it, it has never felt as true that each night is truly a different performance 
because mm -hmm. it is a calibration of how the story is being received. I mean, there is definitely a story that I'm telling and there's there's consistency in the stakes and, and the journey of Sandra from beginning to end. But, you know, when I look in the front row and there's like one particular face that seems really wrapped about one element of the story, it, it gives it a kind of boon or energy versus someone who seems to be very quietly listening. And even the rhythm of the show, there's nights where people really laugh and respond to certain things and it's understanding with them how much time they need to feel it's okay to laugh and continue versus an audience that is like very focused and still but isn't laughing and so you have to make sure that you're not leaving that space you know that, that you can't assume that they're going to respond to it in a certain way so it's just calibrating with them how to tell the story or how for them to get the most out of it, depending on the way that they're listening and the way that they're responding. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also, it's, it's kind of split because, you know, the characters talk to each other and in that, and my, the other characters are always placed in the audience, but there's moments where I'm talking directly to faces and, you know, eyes when it's Sandra telling the story but then when Sandra is talking to Beaufort or Beaufort is talking to Sandra then I have to you know I have to kind of not look at them and find my scene partners sort of out there in that space um, mm. so that it, there is this clear line between me and the person I'm in a scene with mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's like uh, given the uniqueness of all of this What's your greatest joy going to the theater every night to do this play? You know, I mean, I've always had a very sort of romantic love affair with the theater in terms of just the possibility. I think that when, you know, one of my best teachers was like, acting is a transgressive act. You have to change the air around you. And I feel like there's nothing as directly nothing correlates as much to that as when the air between you is 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 real you know that 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 it's a whole group of people and you and mistakes can happen and you are alive with them and i it's such a it's such a delicate story and i think for for this in particular i think it's been such a long time especially since COVID, that we've had an opportunity to share space together. Mm -hmm. And this, like intrinsically, it's like you're in the dark telling people a story. And so there's something kind of, there's a unique experience. I remember I was so terrified before I started and I had gone to see David Strathairn's one man show and I'd done a play with him years ago. And he wrote me this really beautiful email being like, I was thinking about your fear of being out there all by your lonesome. But he's like, you just have to remember, it's a story that you really want to tell. And it's a story that they really want to hear. Kind of like telling your kid a bedtime story. Although <laughs> obviously it has much more um, complicated things in it. And so the simplicity of that, that ultimately you're just there to tell a story has become really elevated in this play and in this format. And there's some, there's a real pact between me and the audience that, that feels quite special. 
Well, this has been a joy. I thank you for your insight and your time. And we have to wrap up okay. with looking forward to more opportunities in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Lauren Klaus Schneider with Marjan Nachette, cast member of Sandra at the Vineyard Theatre.